hello guys it's the first week of august and like i promised we are launching the segment frankly speaking today thanks for joining me my name is vera frankly speaking is a segment where our listeners can share their real life stories in order to inspire someone out there or simply for the sake of letting it out of their chests and to kick off this segment, I've decided to share my own story. Yes, I have to lead by example, right? And I call today's, frankly speaking, gratitude. Gratitude is the topic of our frankly speaking segment today. What does gratitude mean to you? Google defined gratitude as the quality of being thankful the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. I've come to realize that it's easier for people to pay more attention to the things that they lack rather than the things that they have. I used to be like that as well. And so my story is based on this. I was unable to get out of bed that morning. I was so sad and frustrated that I felt like I had no single reason to get the day started. Not now, not this morning. What could it be? Who is it? It's Kemzi. Oh, Kemzi. Kemzi, come on in. The door is open. Vera, are you on your annual leave or something? Why not dress for work today? Why should I be dressed for work? Go to work and infect others with this terrible mood? No, I'm not going to work today. What's the problem? Good question. What happened? How did I get to that point? It all started exactly two months and four days after I didn't get something that I thought was very necessary for me to move on to the next level in my career. I had hoped for it. I worked for it. And then trusting God to perfect my plans. I equally prayed about it. Still, he didn't come. I couldn't bear the pain of the disappointment. And so I became depressed and frustrated. That was how the Monday morning depression came about. You're depressed, you said. Depressed, treated, all of it. This is serious. Do you mind sharing with me? No, 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 no. Don't worry. It's not a bother. This is what I do for a living and I do it for others, let alone you, my friend. Ah, oh, Kemzi, I'm not sure if you really want to do this. 
please trust me the truth is that before that time i was a person who always had everything that i needed or wanted i'd always believed that the universe loves me so much i remember i used to call myself god's favorite girl so you see why I was frustrated when I didn't get what I took out time to work and pray for. It got to a very dangerous point when I secretly started losing my faith in God. I said to myself, he knows how important this is to me. So why wouldn't he just do it for me if he's there and if, he's, if he really cares? Given my religious upbringing, I knew that with that kind of thought, I was going down a very dangerous and destructive path. I tried to stop myself, but the bitterness and frustration I felt were overwhelming, so I couldn't. The feeling lingered on for days, for weeks, for months, until the day my counselor friend got involved. goodness that I found it. Take a music CD. Best of Amazing Grace Worship. I don't understand. What, what am I supposed to do with it? What else if not to play it? Kamzi, are you trying to make my situation worse? You know what it took me to open up to you, don't you? Vera, will you please trust me and play the CD? Play the title, I Surrender All. I believe it used to be one of your favorites, isn't it? I remember you used to play it on repeat, right? Whatever you're up to, Kemzi. Let's see. I'll play the CD. Please. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all To Him I freely Trust me not to stray. Now, why do you want me to repeat it? Just do it. We will get the why. Even when things don't go my way, Lord, you can trust me to never stray. Oh, 
friend was right. That title, I Surrender All, was one of my favorites. How I listened to it repeatedly without even paying much attention to the lyrics was a wonder to me. This one time that things didn't go my way, I strayed. I questioned God. It dawned on me that I really, really messed up. I cried like I had never cried before. And then flashes of all that God had done for me in the past came to me all at once. To question his love and faithfulness. To question his existence. Ah, I had messed up big time. The shame I felt, I had never felt before. Vera, enough of the crying. Take this pen and paper. I have to go to the office now. I have an appointment in another 45 minutes. But I need you to do something while I'm gone, okay? I believe that there is something you might be thankful for. Could you please write it down? I don't understand. <laughs> I meant all that God has done for you in the past days, years. Life alone is enough reason to be thankful. But that aside, think about good health, family, job, talent, good friends, numerous favors. Just think, Vera and write them down and I will see you after work. Take care now. Okay. Bye. Have a nice day. I struggled, but I was able to make the list. And frankly, it turned out to be a very long list. I couldn't take my eyes off the pages because indeed, God had done more than enough for me. I then realized how ungrateful I was to even question him for not answering that one prayer out of the thousands that he answered. I went down on my knees immediately and I cried for forgiveness. And thankfully, I was instantly healed of my foolishness. And then I was able to think clearly. I started rethinking the whole situation and I considered all the what ifs. Like, what if he had not answered me because he had better plans for me? What if that was his own way of testing my loyalty? And I failed. The pain I felt felt like a fool but then I was consoled by the power of his forgiveness maybe there's someone listening to me right now that is in a similar situation or maybe it will happen in the future you know that situation where you feel like nothing is working for you 
when you feel like your maker has abandoned you. I want to talk to you. Sometimes God goes silent. Yes, it happens. But I want you to be rest assured that he doesn't stay silent forever. He always comes through for his children. And hey, while you wait for him to come through, maybe you should borrow a leaf from me and count your own blessings. Count your blessings as you wait for the next one. That will definitely help you to relax because it did the same for me. Now, taking this away from the religious perspective, let's talk about our relationship with people, family members, friends, colleagues, and the rest. Are we always appreciative of them? Or do we raise our expectations of them and then become ungrateful when they don't meet up? I remember a story someone told me about how her relatives whom she used to set some money for support all turned against her and called her stingy the moment she couldn't do that anymore. Even though they understood that, that she had a personal problem that was eating deep into her finances at the time, they still didn't think that she should stop supporting them. This points to the fact that we sometimes, due to our own selfishness, fail to appreciate what we have and the people in our lives. Does this sound like you? Maybe it's time to change. Just maybe. Some gratitude quotes. Gratitude turns what we have into enough by Anonymous. Gratitude is a powerful catalyst for happiness. It's the spark that lights a fire of joy in our soul. Amy Collett Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings space for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Melody Biddy Gratitude will shift you to a higher frequency and you will attract much better things. Rhonda Brown Gratitude helps you to grow and expand. Gratitude brings joy and laughter into your life and into the lives of all those around you. Aileen Cardi Gratitude is the sweetest thing in a seeker's life, in all human life. If there is gratitude in your heart, then there will be tremendous sweetness in your eyes. And here comes my best. It says, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast a house into a home, and a stranger into a friend. This is by Melody Beatty. What do I want you to take out from here? Before you complain, before you pout in frustration and disappointment for that thing that you asked for and you're not getting, I need you to take a moment and pause 
and then count your blessings. Count your blessings while you wait for the next one. You know, I can't end this episode without letting you know how my story ended. Yeah. Not long after my encounter with my counselor friend on that Monday morning, you know, which led to my listing my blessings, that which I asked for that didn't come at the time, came to me in a better and bigger way. I'm telling you. What I was expecting was way too small to compare with what I got eventually. And then it dawned on me that the reason for the delay was obviously because it took more time to make it bigger and better for me. And for that, I am very grateful. Thank you for joining me on this month's Frankly Speaking. On life, the good, the bad and the ugly. Until next time, stay lifted and stay grateful. Bye. The voices you heard in the play were the voices of Grace Ezoke as Kemzi and Vera C. Ezoke as Vera. The play was written, directed and produced by Vera C. Ezoke.